0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about Monster Hunter Legends of the Guild, uh, some new news about Microsoft, uh, rumored to be talking to Take-Two Interactive, which is Rockstar and 2K Games, and uh, just a a very crazy acquisition that could be potentially happening. I I doubt it, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, And then uh, we're going to talk about some fast food. But I want to remind you we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Gaming accessories where you can save 15% off your first order using the code ITJUSTWORKSPOD in all caps. Once again, that is ITJUSTWORKSPOD in all caps. Thank you, Forever Grips Gaming, for sponsoring the show. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and engage in the post, questionnaires, or polls I do on there. Thank you to everybody who jumped in on the uh, do you go out to eat too much or uh, do you eat fast food too much uh, poll. Uh, It's a very big deal to me to talk about it, and uh, I really appreciate everyone's uh, uh, engagement on there. Thank you. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at ItJustWorksPodcast. Once again, that is at ItJustWorksPodcast. If you ever want to hit me up about anything regarding this show, that is the best place to do it, and my DMs are always open to any of you who listen to the show. So thank you guys so much, but that's enough from me. So let's go ahead and cue that intro. Welcome into the show. As I said in the pre-show, Microsoft is rumored to be working on big Take-Two interactive deal, which is, you know, Rockstar, that's a Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah, so is it the biggest gaming shock of 2021? An article written by Arena Rose of Poptopic.com in Australia. Microsoft are reportedly close to finalizing a deal with a massive developer and industry insiders believe that it might just be take two interactive the parent company to rockstar games and 2k if this happens grand theft auto 6 just might be a xbox series x and s and windows 10 exclusive microsoft have been teasing a huge announcement for some time now i don't i don't know what teases we've gotten the company have been making some power plays and are close to becoming the disney equivalents in the gaming industry which they are in the last couple of years, Microsoft have acquired Electronics Arts Game Subscription Service, EA Play, as well as a AAA game studio behind the Elder Scrolls and Fallout series, Bethesda Softworks, but they own ZeniMax uh, uh, Studios now. So, a uh, very huge deal. Uh, can't wait to see how this flourishes. Many, many industry analysts have speculated that Microsoft Microsoft's biggest move is yet to be played, which has led many to speculate as to who Bill Gates' software company would acquire next. Earlier this year, whispers were heard that Microsoft would either be acquiring Sega or Ubisoft, but now all eyes are on Rockstar Games' parent company, Take-Two Interactive. Even Take-Two Interactive CEO Strauss Zelnick hinted at an acquisition announcement happening before 2022. Uh, Take-Two Interactive CEO teased acquisition. Look, we have been seeing an acceleration in the M&A activity. I don't know what that means. Obviously, obviously, uh, Microsoft is acquiring Bethesda, for example, which is a significant, I, which is significant, I believe, seven some odd billion dollar transaction. Zelnick told investors. So I think you're going to continue to see increased M&A activity just because the, of the heat around the category and the amount of capital that's being deployed by the big companies to pursue it. A solid relationship with Xbox Game Studios was established via their subsidiary company, Private Division. That's right, Take-Two Interactive had a big part to play in the creation of the open-world role-playing game, The Outer World. World, Uh, Private Division and Obsidian Entertainment were closely together on The Outer Worlds in 2018. Shortly before Microsoft's acquisition of Obsidian Entertainment in 2018, Private Division had also managed to secure publishing rights before the buyout. Despite owning the publishing rights to the Outer Worlds, private divisions seem to have recently abandoned their official website, and they haven't posted any news updates since March. Their shop listing also leads to broken pages, which might suggest that the company has been acquired. In an interview published with MCV UK, Pirate? Pirate? <laughs> private Division head Michael Warsaw's whatever. Can't say his name. Sorry. Uh, discuss Microsoft's acquisitions in 2018, which were clearly geared towards the same kind of middle-sized studios that par- Private Division has been partnering partnering with. Microsoft will have to prove ongoing Xbox Game Pass growth to be able to do additional acquisitions of this kind, and even even then, not every independent studio will want to be under their control. So this is just going into some random shit, but the reason why I want to bring this up, and I just saw this before I hit record, I mean, we're talking about take two guys i mean rockstar games you got grand theft auto red dead bully uh max Payne, um the the table tennis stuff which there's a huge audience for that but grand theft auto and the, all the years that i worked at gamestop and that game had released it was always the top selling game every week on the charts it was always sold out in gamestop too if we had a pre-owned copy it practically sold within a couple days like if you didn't know this nap by now, like Grand Theft Auto V is probably the biggest game of all time, and it it probably will be. I think Microsoft or uh, I think Minecraft might actually still be number one. I'll have to double check the charts, but in terms of sales in the last like five years of physical sales, I'm pretty sure it beats pretty much everything else. Um, the the game was, I mean, it's a good game by the way. I'm, I don't discredit it. I know it had a really good campaign with all the three characters. Uh, the online was really cool when it came out, but it was kind of hard for me to keep up with it because everything costs so fucking much and they kept releasing so much shit. Hell, they're still releasing stuff till this day. But the reason why I want to bring it up is like this is this is massive. Like if Microsoft can get this, then like I feel like honestly nothing's off the table anymore besides obviously buying Sony and Nintendo. I Like there's no way that's going to happen, right? Uh, Yeah, so I want to bring that up. <laughs> that wasn't planned for the podcast, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's insane. So I want to talk to you guys about ranked apex legends. So season 10 is out and I was trying to go for diamond because for whatever reason, I thought getting a diamond dive trail would be really cool. Cause I feel like that's the only thing I'm really missing on my account besides, you know, being apex predator, you know, uh, Don't ask me why I care about that kind of cosmetic shit. I think it's really stupid that I care. But anyways, I did. So I was trying really hard to, you know, play ranked and, you know, really grind through it from, you know, bronze to platinum, which is where I'm at now. And, man, I got to tell you guys, there is a massive drop off of skill and, like, the, the skill gap is insane from gold to platinum, in my opinion, uh just the amount of idiots I have to play with is just mind blowing and um and not to say that some of it isn't my fault. You know, maybe I caused a fight that got us all killed. Um I definitely probably did that once or twice. Um so you know, I can be accused of that. But uh, I just feel like the players that I you know I pair up with or looking, you know, do LFG so it's looking for a group where you can find other players to play with at a similar rank. Um I don't know, like, there were so many people I was playing with where they literally, like, were afraid to fight a team if they were by themselves. And, like, that the lack of confidence in that, that they're shooting and their skills and, you know, using their characters' abilities to turn the fight, you know, in their favor really kind of frustrated me. And uh, I know, once again, we're talking about video games and it's, like, not the end of the world, but it's just, like, the rank. I, I just feel like the ranking... The rank system in Apex sucks ass. I I really hate it. I I think it's terrible. Um, You can earn kill points. So you can earn points to level up also winning the match and also getting a certain placement in the match, like top five, top, you know, second place. Um, But you can only get six kills and then you're maxed out. And I think also six assists and then you're maxed out of points. So that means for all of the ranked games where I went 12, 15, maybe 16 kills, i only got points for six of those kills so there was one gold match where i played with the you know a kid and you know he was a really nice kid you know I, i got nothing against him it's not his fault but i won the match for us i literally clutched it i kicked some ass i won the match the kid had three kills three assists i had way more than that way more damage we won the match and we both ended up getting the same amount of points and i just think uh that's bullshit You know, I know it's a team-based game, but I still feel like I should be rewarded for all the extra shit I did, and um, I cannot believe 10 seasons later this hasn't changed. I know they made it from 5 kills and 5 assists to 6 kills and 6 assists, but I just think it's bullshit. But on a lighter note, I did 10 placement matches in Arena and went straight to Platinum, and if that isn't satisfying, I honestly don't know what is. That was so cool. I guess Diamond would have been better, but that's not the point. I just thought that was so cool to get placed in uh, Platinum right away. Uh, just just insane. Um, so I want to go over some Gamescom predictions I have. Uh, Gamescom will be next week. Uh, let me double check the date for you guys. Uh, I believe it's the 24th. And I will do my best to record a reaction podcast to that. So uh, keep a lookout for that. And the reason why I'm really excited for Gamescom is, you know, Xbox announced that they're going to have a press event and they're focused on talking about third party and Xbox Game Studio games that are launching this year. There's like no new announcements, according to them. However, I do believe we will get the Halo Infinite release date that I am I am um, predicting will be November 20th through November 28th. And uh, maybe we're going to get some more Forza Horizon 5 news. Um. Maybe some Bethesda Game Studios news, you know, updates, title updates, maybe content updates. And uh, Back for Blood gameplay since they're partnering with uh, Xbox for Game Pass. You know, Turtle Rock Studios, Left for Dead, uh, spiritual sequel, really. Um, so I am hoping that we get more collaborative content where Halo is, you know, bled into other games, you know, to celebrate the launch of Halo Infinite. Like, I'm, I'm hoping we get an updated Warthog for Forza Horizon so it looks more like um, the Halo Infinite Warthog. I think I just said the same thing twice, kind of, but um, I think the event's going to be great. I'm trying to maintain my expectations, and I uh, just wanted to talk about that real quick because I really believe we're going to get the Halo Infinite release date. I feel like after the feedback of the technical preview, that one preview made me so confident in 343 and that they can launch this game this year um that i I really hope that we get that uh one quick thing i also wanted to talk about uh tomorrow as this episode is released so today as you guys are listening to it if you listen to it the day it's released that is wednesday the 18th uh there is a pokemon presentation event i might do a reaction podcast We'll, we'll we'll see what happens i might just save it for the gamescom podcast i don't know um, if you are listening to this and you want a separate episode between the two, then you are more welcome to reach out on Instagram. So there's at it just works podcast. If you guys want these things separate. So if you want a gamescom episode and you want a Pokemon presentation episode, I'm all for it. I just need to hear you guys say it. You know, I want to know what you guys want. So I'll probably do a poll on Instagram. So keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, <laughs> you'll, you will have already kept an eye out because, you know, uh, I'll do it on Wednesday. Sorry, you know, recording this in the past and then you guys listening to it in the future is kind of trippy sometimes. So the next thing I want to go over is Monster Hunter Legends of the Guild. So it is an animated movie that Capcom released on Netflix. They partnered with Netflix, and it's an hour long, which is not enough. Um, I would probably give it a six out of ten. Just talking to you guys right now, I put the movie, I put the movie overall is cool. It's uh, too grounded and short to my liking. Um, there is full spoilers going ahead of some things that happen. So if you haven't watched it and you uh, don't want to hear anything, then I would skip ahead now to the fast food conversation. But uh, um, basically I put that the characters are bland, but it's still cool to see the universe. I think they did a really good job of showing the universe. It kind of reminded me of Monster Hunter World a lot, which it actually has a kid, Aiden, who's a ace hunter in, of the fifth fleet in Monster Hunter World. You'll recognize him right away if you played that game um it was really cool to see the hunters and the villagers you know it definitely felt like there could have been a lot more there um i put that i like the hunters but an hour wasn't enough to make them interesting which i agree because there's some ace hunters that come to help aiden out with the problem he's having and the problem they're having is a elder dragon named lunastra is uh on a migration path that's going to go straight through their village and pretty much kill everyone and wipe the whole area out and, and you know burn it to flames um. So yeah. Um. Excuse me. I'm over here burping. Uh. I thought I put I put the monsters are cool. You know they have Devil Joe in it, and then there's literally like a pickle reference to him. And I thought that was i thought that was fucking amazing. I really 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 love that. I love that they can like poke fun at themselves and, and in a good way though. Like it's a really cool monster. It's a T Rex that looks like a giant pickle of death. Um. It's amazing. Uh, and then they had a uh, the spider monster, which I'm forgetting the name of, uh, Niskrilla, I think. Um, and then they have the Kongola, I think that's how you call it, the ape uh, monster as well. Uh, it was very cool to see these monsters. They really felt like they were ripped straight from the games and put into this movie. Uh, the only issue I had is like the fights. It looked like the team had a really hard time of capturing what it would be like to show the fights in an animated film. Uh, versus then obviously playing the game, so uh, I I think the fights kind of sucked to be honest with you. Unless it was like monster versus monster, which it is at one point, I thought that was really cool. Um, like I said, just the monsters are great. Uh, the food, the food that they eat looks just as good as the game, so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, uh, two two hunters die, so they legit die. The the cutie girl or whatever you want to call her, um, the. You know, she's really colorful girl, very uh, outgoing, kind of jokey. Got the butterfly armor. Um, she dies. <laughs> that was crazy. Her uh, insect from her insect glaive dies. And then uh, Ravi, who is a retired hunter, um, smithy guy, wearing Deviljo armor, he dies. And I thought that was fucking insane. I was kind of shocked by the deaths because at the end I was starting to kind of get interested in the hunters and then they're dead. And I put, I guess you got to have some death in Monster Hunter films. In the games, you only faint, even if a monster would clearly kill you. So, yeah, obviously they kind of have to change it up um, for this type of platform that they're showing this media. You know, I I get that. Um, It makes sense. You know, I just, I think I was kind of taken back by it. I was like, oh, shit. She just died. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Um, So, like I said, the movie is a 6 out of 10. Honestly, unless you're a Monster Hunter fan, I really don't recommend it. Um, But if you're interested in Monster Hunter and just kind of want to see the world and some of the monsters, I think it's a fun watch. Like I said, it's only an hour long, so you're not really, you know, you don't really have to invest that much time if you have the time to spare. Um, It was fun. I enjoyed myself. Um, It does make me really want them to continue the Monster Hunter world story and kind of continue to explore that universe, you know, that era of game you know, I would love to see more animated films like this that are maybe an hour and a half long that continue the story of Aiden maybe, maybe show him get older. I don't know, um, but I think there's a lot to be done there, and uh, I want to be very vague about it because I didn't give away everything. I did talk about a lot, but I still recommend you guys go watch it, and I feel like I did that too with the Suicide Squad. You heard me say a lot of words, but honestly, I didn't really give the entire movie away, so I'm hoping that you guys don't mind the way I kind of do spoiler talk or whatever. Because um, if I give every detail, then I don't... Like, what's the point of you watching the movie? So, uh, go check it out. Uh, if you're a Monster Hunter fan, then you should have already watched it. But if you haven't, it is on Netflix. So, please go check it out. Once again, it's Monster Hunter Legends of the Guild. Um, so, it's a one-hour movie that is fun. It's something different. So, I want to move on to the fast food talk. So I asked you guys a question. I asked you guys um, after I pulled it up on my damn Instagram. I posted, "Do you go out to eat a lot?" And I put yes or no. And 81% of you who engaged put yes, and 19% of you who engaged put no. And the reason why I bring it up is like I'm trying to be healthier. You know, I want to live a lot longer, and I don't want to have issues when I'm older. You know, I'm only 28 right now. You know, I just want to live a healthier life you know, uh, slowly, but surely you got to make those changes. And I feel like I go out to eat a lot. You know, my, my job, I do a lot of driving in my vehicle. My personal vehicle is actually my office. <laughs> Everything I got to do needs to be done in the, you know, the stores I go to or in my own truck in the field. Um, so I don't have like a microwave and that kind of sounds like a scapegoat, but it makes you, you don't realize how much you eat hot foods until you can't really necessarily have them. Cause I can't warm anything up. Um, and you know, we're not, we're supposed to not, you know, ask the stores if I can use their microwaves if that's something you were gonna say. So I really appreciate you guys jumping in on that poll. I thought it was really fun. I don't think anyone should be ashamed of going out to eat because when I was growing up, I always felt like when my parents or you know anyone I was with when they took me to, um, you know, go get fast food, I didn't really look at it as junk. Like I felt like it was like a privilege or like a something to be grateful for, you know, one of my, you know, I have a ton of local restaurants here or, you know, uh, mom and pop chains that are now bigger, you know, like Baker's and Miguel's junior. If you guys know those, you know, they, they blew up a lot in the last decade, but growing up when I was a kid, it was kind of like a novelty to me to really go out and eat like that. And so I think just growing up, I didn't really learn to, you know, get away from that and turn the novelty into food I cook at home or prepare Uh, to take for lunch and just eat for dinner. So that's been kind of a crazy journey. Uh, I just think it's a very interesting topic because like, you know, soda was also the same thing for me. So I'm trying to, trying to really get rid of that out of my life, cut back on it almost entirely. Uh, That's a tough one. Um, But that's why I did the poll to see like how other people felt, you know, how, uh, you know, if you guys go out a lot, um, nothing wrong with that. If you do, you know, everyone's life is their own. Um, but for me, I'm trying to work on it a lot. It's been, uh, kind of a struggle. So it was really cool to like get other people's opinions and, uh, just kind of a different poll. Um, kind of a different topic for the, it just works podcast. So I hope you guys don't mind it. I think it's fun to talk about other stuff. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, yeah. So thank you to everyone who has been so engaged in the posts and just the podcast I just appreciate you all so much, and I'm sure by now you know that, but I'm going to continue to say that every single episode, and if you don't mind, please go, if you enjoy this episode, and if you enjoy the content I make for you guys, please consider sharing this podcast or my Instagram uh, with anybody you think would be interested, really trying to grow um, the, the page and get more engagement. You know, I, I think it's so fun when you guys comment on the post or you hit me up about questions or... Um, engage in the polls. It's really fun for me, and I really want this to be a community where you guys can ask any questions you want, and I talk about them on the show. You'll remain anonymous unless specified otherwise, and that's pretty much it. So thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I'm excited for whatever Pokemon news we get tomorrow. Uh, chances are it's just going to be uh, gameplay on uh, you know the new remakes and then Legends Arceus and probably some Pokemon Unite news, maybe Pokemon Go. I'm not expecting anything crazy, but it is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. And it is a 28-minute presentation. You know, a couple remakes coming back to the Switch would be really dope. You know, talking to you, Pokemon Coliseum and XD Gale of Darkness. <laughs> oh, man, that's a fever dream. I need to cut it out. But I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, I'm excited for next week for Gamescom. I will have a poll Wednesday night. So this episode releases on Wednesday. Please go check it out. Please answer accordingly. I want to make... Uh, Either separate episodes or combine them depending on what you guys think. And uh, we will go from there. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.